ready for a uh, Tuesday morning. Whether it be uh, getting ready for work or school, thanks for uh, making us a part of your day. Our uh, program is presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat from the Alan Samuels Studios. And our 7 o'clock hour is a service of good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Just a quick thought to, to get the morning started. Uh, you and I were just talking before we went on the air. All morning long, there's been a conversation. Kansas City wins the Monday night football game last night over the New York Giants. And all along, war, the conversation was, well, it wasn't an impressive drive. It didn't look good. When did that become a factor in anything but Division One college football? Now, you've got to have style points in Division One college football, and you've got to have the correct name on the front of your jersey. We know all that. But in any other sport, isn't the ultimate goal win the football game, go get ready for the next one? In the National Football League, I think it is. So why are they worried about the Kansas City Chiefs and style points? I mean, that, that makes zero sense to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I guess they just want to see a team play better, and if, if a team – dominates another one you know maybe it's it's where they you know show their their strength to make the way that people thought they would I mean I part of it is you know a lot of a lot of people thought that this team was going to make it back to the Super Bowl a lot of people had them temp- penciled in as hey they're going back to the Super Bowl they've got everybody back they're they're going to be right there and they haven't played that well over the last couple of weeks and look, they didn't play great last night, but bottom line is they got a W. And that's not easy to do in the National Football League. Nope. <laughs> and, and, you know, who says they're not going back to the to the Super Bowl? Yeah, you, I mean, you're, you're less than halfway through the season right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they may catch – Pump the brakes a little bit. They may catch fire. Who knows? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know when the expectations got so high that you have to win – definitively in a game. Now, look, they made a lot of mistakes, but they still came away with a win. That's that's the way I looked at last night's game. Yeah, and, and again, you style points shouldn't factor into this thing. It, it's get the win, move to the next one, and see what you can do. Is this team playing as good as it is capable? Probably not. But again, last it, just the body of work of last night was – you went onto the football field to play 60 minutes of football mm-hmm. and to win the football game. Right. That was the one and only goal. Mm-hmm. You were playing a one-game season against the New York Giants, and you won the football game. And you did the Cowboys a favor and continued to bury, <laughs> bury the NFC East. But it doesn't matter if you look a certain way or you look the way the media thinks you should look. Mm-hmm. I, that doesn't matter. It, it's win the game and go get ready for the next one. Yeah, I, I think that that's right. You you have to just continue to win each and every week, and it doesn't matter how you get there. As long as you come away on the left side of the column, you're okay. And, and the other thing is, in in this deal, look, obviously you want to you play well because you want home field advantage and that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, once the – once the playoffs are set, everybody's record is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Winner go home. So the objective of those 17 regular season game is to put yourself in the best position to, uh, you know, to, to compete in the playoffs. But once in the playoffs, we all start all over. I mean, everybody starts – everybody has an equal chance 
There's a novel concept. Everybody has an equal chance to win the championship. Uh, but that that's the deal. Now, I get it. I mean, you would like to see a team look a certain way. But at the end of the day, man, if, if they win, back the train up a little bit, I think. Well, yeah, I think you have to. I mean, you you know, the other side of it, you want to be playing your best football going into the last <laughs> part of the season. There's no doubt. Not, yeah. You don't want to be backing your way into the playoffs because uh, that's usually going to be a disaster for you because um, most teams are playing their best football heading into the playoffs. So, you know, I, I get that concept of it. But, again, I, I think you come away with a win, and even if you steal one or get away with one, kind of like they did last night, it's still a win. And so, yeah, maybe you didn't look very good. And, and, you know, to be honest, the Chiefs didn't look very good. And, you know, parts of that game, the Giants gave it to them. Um, the Giants didn't look good either, let's be honest. So, you know, whoever came away with that win was, you know, kind of lucky to get it. And I, I just – I still – I go back to I, I think the expectations of the Chiefs were high uh, coming into the season. You know, now they're going on a – couple of games or a three-game span with Mahomes at quarterback with the fewest points they scored in those three games. So there's there's definitely something going on in Kansas City that could be detrimental down the road. We'll find out. I mean, yeah. and that's the beauty of playing, playing the game is, you know, you'll line up next week and see where you're at. I mean, every week is a, is a new measuring stick. I mean, it's, it's, it's a one-week season – for 17 weeks. I mean, I think that's how most all of these guys approach this. So we'll find out. But uh, I was just, I, I was driving into work this morning and boy, they were just getting after the Chiefs. I'm like, hang on, didn't they win? <laughs> so, but anyway, all right, uh, seven minutes, uh, 706 on this Tuesday morning. Here's what we got planned for you today. Uh, Brandon Salise from RedRaiderSports.com is going to join us. They're on an open week football wise, but. I uh, wanted to get Brandon on the on the show and see if we can't get an update on what's going on as far as, uh, you know, sneaking around, looking around, see what's going on with that coaching search. There's, isn't it ironic, Ward, we're halfway through the season, really, or a little over halfway through the season, and there's two coaching searches going on to the Big 12. Mm-hmm. That, that Well, that just doesn't seem right, but uh, that's where we are with Texas Tech and TCU, both in a coaching search. So Brandon Salise will join us, talk a little bit about that. Josh Neighbors will take us around the league. And uh, I really want to get uh, Josh's thoughts on Oklahoma. There's another one where, well, they haven't played quite as well as they have in the past. They don't, you know, it's this, it's that. They made a quarterback. Boy, what's their record? Undefeated. Thank you. I mean, at the end of the day, isn't that the objective? Well, not in college football. It's no, not. you. I, I realize you got to have some style points, but they're 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 right there in a position to get themselves if they make a run to get themselves into the four team tournament. They're, they're the only ones I think in the Big Twelve that have that. Uh, they can say that. No, they absolutely are. Texas is out of it, and so they're the only ones left. So, and look. If you have one loss, it's, I, unless your name's Alabama, I don't think that's happening. Probably not, no. Speaking of which, the um, the first installment of the uh, of the deal comes out tonight, what, a little after 6 o'clock, I think, something like that? Yeah, 6 o'clock, college football playoff, first poll. 
and it won't you know we'll do this every week until until we uh till we get the field set is it the four that we think it's going to be is it george is yeah, clearly it's, obviously you never know right I, mean, I, I don't think you do um probably i i i think it's probably going to be Georgia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Alabama. That's so do I. That's you exactly know, Ohio right. Ohio State may may jump in there as a surprise tonight. I don't know, but they might. Question is, if Cincinnati runs the table, do they remain in that top four? That's a great question. I don't know. I, I don't see how they can legitimately keep them out, but stranger things have happened with this I thing. I think you, you used a word in there uh, to describe it. You said legitimately they can yeah, anything can happen. Again, we're talking about and, and I get it, they're they're you know, they're they're the experts, but we are talking about people's opinion. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not and we're, we are talking about money. Yeah. Ticket sales. Who's gonna bring the most eyes to the table? Television ratings, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all a big factor in uh, in what's going on. I they say it's not, but it is. Well of course it is. I mean, they've, they've proven that too many times. We're not, we're not stupid. Yeah. Now, speaking of television, uh, next week Baylor's game with Oklahoma, they have they've exercised that six day window again. But we do know the two slots. The two slots are eleven a.m. or seven p.m. Eleven a.m. or seven p.m. You holding your breath? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know how that rolls. So, uh, 11 a.m. or 7 p.m. for for next uh, next Saturday against Oklahoma. The uh, the Bears will play TCU this Saturday at 2:30, and we begin with game day live from Fort Worth at 10:30 Saturday morning. So there you go. All right, it's uh, we got as we and finally we're going to talk to Luke Howard. He's the head coach of the Gatesville Hornets. Uh, he plays Gerald Friday night, and uh, there's a couple of ways that he can get into the playoffs, the Hornets can get into the playoffs. And it's interesting to me, Ward, how how this works sometimes with what they call positive and negative points. So I'm going to get Luke to kind of explain their situation. We'll talk a little bit about the Gatesville Hornets situation. If I understand it correctly, if they beat Gerald, they're in. If they lose to Gerald by less than 10 points, then they're still in the playoffs. So – uh, I think uh, everything else is pretty much secured with uh, with China, Salado, and Conley in those uh, other three spots. So uh, w- we'll see how that all unfolds. And I think Conley and Salado play this week. So, oh, I beg- it's not – no, uh, China and Conley play this week. So uh, – so I think it's pretty much set that uh, Con- uh, China's one, Salado's two, Chi- uh, Conley's three, and then uh, th- there's that four spot still up for grabs. But we'll have Luke Howard on talk a little high school football uh, because they ran a doozy Friday night uh, and got beat 47-45, going for two to tie the game and send it to overtime, completed the pass right on the edge of the sideline, and it was ruled that the uh, receiver was out of bounds and a little – little controversy there on whether or not he was or was not out of bounds. And uh, at the end of the day, the official ruled him out of bounds. So he was out of bounds. 
four, and, and Kylie hangs on and wins 47-45. So, crazy game over at McKamey Stadium last Friday night. We'll talk to Luke about that a little bit. So, got some high school football conversation. World Series continues tonight. Did you see uh, what Garcia is going to go for Houston on short rest? Got to go. I, yeah. You can rest next year. I mean, during the offseason. Yeah, everybody on deck now. Your back's against the wall. Yeah. I mean, this is game six. You're back home. And uh, you're, you're, what all you're trying to do is play nine innings and get it to, to tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. That's that, You've got one objective. Let it all hang out tonight and get it to tomorrow night. You'll worry about tomorrow night, tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. But you got to get it to tomorrow you gotta night. you got to get there before you can even think about it. That's exactly right. So, All right, so we'll talk a little bit about that. That's kind of what we have lined up for you. It is a 7-13 here on a Tuesday morning. This is Game Time from ESPN Central Texas. Let's go ahead and check the weather forecast from Fox 44. And our weather this morning is brought to you by Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Waco's leading funeral home since 1925, 6101 Bosque Boulevard. Check them out at whbfamily.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael LaPointe. Increasing clouds today and a little bit cooler than yesterday with a high of 74 degrees. Mostly cloudy skies tonight. Some rain moves in overnight as lows drop to 56. And tomorrow, keep the rain gear handy. Mostly cloudy, a 90% chance of rain, maybe even an isolated thunderstorm with a high near 60. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Bears football on ESPN Central Texas. This Saturday, the Bears travel to Fort Worth to take on the TCU Horn Frogs, and we'll be there with Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Our coverage of Baylor football begins at 10.30 Saturday morning with a look at the game, scores, interviews, and a whole lot more. So join us this Saturday morning at 10.30 for Game Day Live as the Bears take on the TCU Horn Frogs. Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor, our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Sometimes the world can seem a cold place, so we gotta bring the warmth to it. Sometimes the world can seem a broken place, so we gotta strive to fix it. At the end of the day, 
We are empowered to create the world we want to live in. So we prepare for the worst, but we must always, always expect the best. Smith & Wesson, empowering Americans. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. I used to play that song in the old DJ days. 717, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time with Tom and Ward. It is a Tuesday morning. We're glad you're with us. Uh, Cowboys get the win Sunday, Ward, over the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Now they turn their attentions to the Denver Broncos with a 12 noon kick. We'll have the broadcast beginning at 11 a.m. Press conference yesterday up at the Star. And, uh, of course, Mike McCarthy was asked about Dak Prescott. And uh, here's his thoughts on on Dak Prescott as the uh, Cowboys get ready for the Broncos. What's the plan for Dak this week? Well, hopeful to, you know, we'll be adjusted Wednesday, just coming, you know, coming off of a Sunday night game. So we, we won't be in a full slate of, you know, our workload on the, on the, on the Wednesday practice. So, uh, I look for him to participate in that, and um, everything goes normal. I, I would think he would be full go on Thursday. So, it uh, looks like the uh, Cooper Rush thing was a one and done, which it all worked out because the Cowboys took that risk, sat Dak on Sunday night football, played Cooper Rush, got the win, got the extra, what, three to five days of, of rest for uh, Prescott. And, and uh, you know, because uh, – Look, Wednesday will be kind of a real light thing tomorrow for the uh, for the players, and then Thursday they'll start getting after it. So he he basically bought Ward another week for Dak Prescott, and in the process, you move to six and one. So they all look pretty smart, don't they? So far, so good. Uh, you know, look, Cooper Rush did what everybody thought he could not do. He got him a win in, in Minnesota and got him out of there. So now you turn your attention to hey, can can Dak get back and and be one hundred percent and be healthy and and help this team move on. And listening to that quote and reading everything that uh, that we've read over the last couple of days, it sounds like they feel really, really good about Dak Prescott. And I, I, I tend to believe that if they if they would have had to play Dak, they could have played Dak. If that would have been a playoff type situation, he would have been in the lineup uh, on Sunday night. Probably so. Yeah, I, I think this was. Let's let's roll that dice. We got a two and a half game lead within the division. Let's roll that dice. Let's see what happens uh, with with where and by those three four days of extra rest and <laughs> everything seems to come up come up roses for the for the Cowboys right now because everything worked out really well. And you know if that if 
Dak does not play and Cooper Rush goes in and, and you know, just cannot get it done and looks awful on Sunday. The trade deadline is 4 o'clock today. Cowboys mm-hmm. were probably going to make a move and go get somebody. Uh, so, you know, that that probably is off the table now. I don't think that they'll do that after Cooper Rush came away and got him a W. So, you know, now you know, are the Cowboys – is the roster completely set, or do they do something by four o'clock today to try to bolster any positions that they have that they need some help at? I, you know, to, for me, I, I don't think the Cowboys are in the market right now. I, I think they're pretty set with what they have, and well, they'll see what happens from here. I mean, there is some teams that are going to make some moves. The, the Titans, you know, I, I think they're probably going to try to find somebody out there for Derrick Henry. Whew, was that a blow? Yeah. Uh, I, so, I mean, Adrian Peterson's being rumored right now as, you know, being signed to the practice squad. But How about the Saints and their quarterback situation? Yeah, it's Sean Payton, you know, he says he's not in the in the market. He's happy with the quarterbacks that hmm. he has right now, and they're going to move forward with them. I, I tend not to believe that. I, I think they're looking and seeing what they can get done. Uh, they did say that they are not going to bring in Cam Mo- uh, Newton for, for a practice, so – uh, it doesn't look like that he's going to get that opportunity in New Orleans. But, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they know something with those two quarterbacks that they feel like they can get it done. I'm curious, you know, the uh, the Cowboys had, uh, what, Smith at, le- at left tackle didn't play much. and I don't think he played at all in the second half, did he? Uh, you know, would you be in the market for just kind of shopping around for that third tackle? I mean, you, you – or fourth tackle, actually. Uh, well, they need that swing tackle. And, you know, that's something that they still talked about even in training camp. Who is going to be that swing tackle? I don't I don't know that that's been solidified yet for them. Um, but, you know, again, that's a position that's hard to find in the NFL. If you have one, you're probably not going to let it go. And so, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure they're looking. You're right. I think that that's a position that they could – you know, at least look at adding some depth in. But, you know, is there somebody out there that's, you know, affordable that you want to you want to give up draft picks or somebody for? I don't know. Nor do I. Uh, but we'll find out again, as you mentioned, the uh, the the deadline is this afternoon. So four o'clock, four o'clock. And it, it, so we'll see if the Cowboys or anybody else makes Actually, any major moves. Three o'clock here. I is think. it East? Is it three? Yeah, is I it four? Four Eastern. I'm not sure. I have to look. Nonetheless, it's this afternoon. Yeah, so it I mean, really matter. yeah, it, it, if things are going to happen, you they're, they're going to happen. So uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that for you. But uh, it, it will be interesting to see. I mean, because the, the injury to, to Derrick Henry and he was having such a good season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just, I mean, he was, that may have been the best team in the AFC, uh, the way Tennessee was going. Uh, oh, yeah. There's no doubt. I, I think they, you know, if if not the best, they're right there with two or three others. Um, but th- the way they were playing, the way he was running, I, you know, that was, it was going to be tough to stop them. But now, that, that was their, that was their gravy train. And... Unfortunately, he's not going to be there for him. All right, uh, 724, 24 after 7 o'clock. From our CNC Collision Center text line, by the way, and you can jump in at 254-662-1660. Interesting question, Ward. I'm going to pose it to you. 
and then uh, I'll answer after you do. Uh, from the uh, from the nine oh three, here's the question: NCAA playoffs. Uh, you have to pick four. You got undefeated Oklahoma, undefeated Michigan State, undefeated Cincinnati, undefeated Wake Forest. You got a one-loss Alabama team, and could and potentially a one-loss Georgia team uh, later on down the line. But right now, Georgia's not undefeated. If you had to pick four, how are you going about doing it? For me, I mean, I, I probably, I probably go right now. If if the college football playoff was to start this week, for me, it would be Georgia, Cincinnati, Alabama, Oklahoma. That's See, mine. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. <laughs> Here we go. It, it, it's winning you're in, and if you don't, you don't. Alabama's got a loss. I can't put them in the top four. So I've got uh, I've got Georgia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and then I'm going to go Michigan State. I, I, I'm I'm going to reward I'm going to reward teams that are undefeated. And I I know you can sit there and say, well, hang on, the SEC. I I, I get all that. I totally get all that. That's why. I'll tell you again, expand the playoffs, let them decide it on the field, and not our opinions. Right now we're having to, you know, we're, we're waiting on, on an opinion poll coming up tonight uh, at 6 o'clock. You know, they got a committee, got to have a committee put this together. Uh, what's wrong with just playing the games on the field and uh, take the committee right out of the equation? And, and, and I think it, it needs to be formulated such that all conference champions – Order in the field. And then, remember before this system, remember when you had, what was it, uh, when you had the, the computer system? Mm-hmm. What was that called? It was, uh, was, it the, was, was it the BCS? Yes. Yeah. So, and, and honestly, that didn't take into consideration, to my knowledge, the name on the front of the jersey or anything. It was who – what your record was, what your record was against that team, and what that team's record was against, you know what I mean? Uh, and it created – and I'm like, okay, so let's put all of our conference champions in this field and then our at-large is decided by that BCS formula. Top. You could do that. And, and there's not one single human element to this thing other than the players playing the game. I don't know not going to happen no it's not going to happen not right now anyway 727 but i was once told that we would never have a playoff too and we certainly do may not be the one we like you could call it that (laughs) it's it's a it's the final four Mm -hmm. uh hand-picked uh 727 this is game time here on espn central texas coming up in a couple of minutes we're going to get an update on what's going on out in lubbock and their coaching search brandon salise joins the program that's coming your way next right here on espn central texas this is the home of the defending big 12 and national champions and to have an opportunity to do something that uh, only Ford and Duke have done since uh, the John Wooden days, um, that's, that's, a, that's a great opportunity we have this year. Baylor men's basketball all season long here on the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions, ESPN Central Texas. 
Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-through, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing at UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Would you like to make an impact on the lives of children by helping build a strong foundation for their education? A degree or certificate through McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Program can put you on the path to a rewarding career in the teaching field. Start your career while continuing to take classes that can apply to a bachelor's degree. Find out how to get started today at mclennan.edu or contact us at 254-299-8786. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Kansas City even its record at 4-4 four four with a 2017 win over the Giants on Monday Night Football. The loss to the Giants puts them at the bottom of the NFL East with Washington at 2-6. MCC basketball opened the season with a pair of wins. The men topped Our Lady of the Lake JV 106-58, while the High Lassies went on the road at Cedar Valley 82-46. San Antonio Spurs are off to a 2-5 start after losing to the Pacers last night 131-118. Tonight in the NBA, the Mavericks host Miami and the Rockets are at the Lakers. Game 6 of the World Series in Houston tonight with the Astros needing a win to send it to Game 7. First pitch scheduled for just after 7 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Welcome back in. It is game time here on a Tuesday. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. If you're on your way to work, drive safely. Maybe on your way to school. Be careful in and around those school zones. It is the a uh, Tuesday morning. Let's get an update on what is going on in Lubbock. We're joined now by Brandon Slees from RedRaiderSports.com. Brandon, uh, here we are uh, two weeks in a row now. We, uh, we're, we're talking about a... Uh, a opening in in the Big Twelve as far as a head football coach is concerned. What a strange couple of weeks in the league. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, Texas Tech. You know, I think we're we're gonna, probably going to discuss it. Missed out on what a lot of people assume was their top candidate in Jeff Trailer after he signs his extension. So you know, a lot a lot of movement here. I think if anything's telling, this is going to be uh, maybe just quite a quite a long search possibly here going into the you know the last stretch of the of the season here with three games left and then you know just trying to find who's going to be the next red raider head uh, head football coach while sonny Cumbie, you know tries to figure out how to possibly get that last that sixth win to become bowl eligible we, we were uh, ward and i were talking and in we uh we recognize the uh you know the the extension for coach trailer but does that really take him off the market uh, for not only the Red Raider job, but what other jobs that may come open? See, yeah, that's what, um, you know, a lot of people are discussing here. You know, signing an extension doesn't mean, obviously, that, you know, it's football, the college football world, coaching world. We know changes like that can happen in, you know, just in, in a snap. So I don't, I don't know if it necessarily takes him off, but I think they, they are kind of maybe, you know, flirting around with some other coaches, seeing what they can do, seeing – seeing where people stand with their current teams and are seeing how much interest is out there. And I think it's, it's kind of in that stage of seeing, you know, who's open to possibly coming to love it. Who's, who's open to, you know, trying to get this thing turned around and just making those connections early and seeing who would be the best fit. And I think they're going to, I think that's what's going to happen here. They're probably just going to take their time, not really push for anything right now. See, um, you know, the, you know, Sonny Dykes is in the world and, Seeing you know kind of where where they're where they're at with their with their programs and just seeing you know kind of gauging and making a list and kind of going off of that. So I don't think it necessarily takes him off, but I think it definitely kind of makes you think you know makes makes you want to go to that next step just in case he does you know is, you know isn't interested in the job or anything. You say take their time, but Brandon, isn't that timetable kind of ramped up because the early signing period in December? Don't they need to have a guy in there as soon as possible? Yeah, you know, I think they would love to have that. I think they're honestly trusting Sonny Cumbie in a lot of this roles because I think if anybody was to say what they would try to keep Sonny, and um, you know, probably you know a few other coaches or one other coach, especially you know, like DeAndre Smith, uh, Donovan Smith, the quarterback, his father, the running backs coach. I think you'd want to keep those guys in place. And I know Sonny has mentioned that uh, one of the first things that he did was actually just uh, talk to those recruits and talk to those commits and stuff and to see, you know, kind of where they're at and give them the heads up, talk to their parents and stuff. And I think they're, they're really pushing for that. But also I think there's, they really do trust Sonny company with a lot of that, uh, a lot of that, you know, internal stuff right there. With, with the week off, does does this Red Raider team look a little different maybe next week? Does Sonny Cumbie put maybe some of his personal touches on this football team, or are they just going to kind of continue on with what they've done the first uh, half of the season as the, as they move forward? 
Yeah, I asked Sonny that the first uh, press conference that once he was named interim head coach, if we could see something a little bit different. Um, you know, he he basically told us and told me that you know it just depends on the game. It depends on who who we're playing this week. But the bye week, I think maybe they're gonna maybe put in Donovan Smith a little bit more. We saw him play, uh, play last week with Henry Columbia. I think he got a little banged up there, and you know they let him uh, throw the ball out there, and you know fifty two. Um, uh, 21, 25, whatever the, the final score was, but blowout win for Oklahoma. But you saw him kind of let the let the leash grow a little bit for Donovan Smith, let him throw the ball a little bit more. So a lot of people were hoping to see um, him in the game a little bit more, let him you know kind of grow and develop because he. A lot of people want him to be the next you know Red Raider uh, quarterback. So I think hopefully we can see that. Um, I think they are focused on trying to get that sixth win though, and I think Sonny will just kind of. You know, hopefully, kind of just throw the kitchen sink out there, just against three uh, very, very strong teams that um, you know the Red Raiders aren't favored in to, you know, just to try to get that extra win. You you improved by one one win already from the past two seasons, but it feels a lot of people feel like it's going to kind of stay there with just kind of the strength of the schedule. Do you think Sonny Cumbie opens the offense up more, even if it's Smith or if it's Columbia quarterback? You know, I would personally love to see him open it up a little bit more. I think, um, you know, the weapons that he has at receiver, I think they're, you know, some they're still some of the best the talented receivers in the Big 12. It's just they haven't had those moments, and a lot of that has to do with, you know, getting, you know, pressured up front and just kind of, you know, making your own mistakes and trying to get back to the basics of, you know, not, you know, getting getting set up right, getting aligned. And, you know, and the penalties hurt them, you know, a couple of times the past two weeks, even though they've really, really – are a sound team when Matt Wells kind of took over. They kind of fixed that problem. But we've kind of seen those come up a lot more here lately. And sometimes I feel like, you know, once you just get behind, he just kind of starts airing it out. So a lot of that has to do with, you know, the defense side of the ball, just where he's trying to catch up on points, trying to catch up on points because the defense hasn't, you know, really been as sound as I think they thought they would be this season, especially with all the transfers and experience he brought in. So I'm hoping that, you know, he does air it out. I think a lot of Red Raider fans would love to love to see that again, classic air raid style. But I know he does love running the ball a lot, and he's going to you know try to, you know, take control of the time of the clock for sure. Talking with Brandon Salid for RedRaiderSports.com. Brandon, I, is there a is there a, a name that uh, that surfaces that the fans are, are kind of behind? Is there is there one guy that the fans would like to see come in and, and, and take this program over? You know, there's always a couple of names. I think one of them, Sonny Dykes, right now, would be a huge, uh, huge hire for the fans to get behind, just because of the legacy there with, you know, with Spike and having those connections. And then the other one that always comes up, Mike Leach. Um, that one's always, you know, he's always going to have some sort of connection to when this job uh, opens up. And you know, I think that I think Kirby Hokan might be, you know in favor of at least talking to him just because of the fan, uh, the fan boost to him. And then Joey McGuire is the other name as well, the Baylor um, assistant coach there. So he's always been a name tied to to this job. And a lot of people, I know, you know, from just, you know, rumors and swirls and just everything that goes on with the coaching search that a lot of people actually have been behind him um, internally that have been really pushing Joey's name out there. So that that'll be something to pay attention to. Is Sonny Cumbie a legitimate candidate for this job? You know, I think I think he is. Kirby Hoka, whenever he at was, you know, during his initial press conference after the firing of Matt Wells was, um, you know, he did kind of have a little bit of a smile to him when they asked, is this going to be an audition for Sonny Cumbie? Is this somebody that you would 
obviously, you know, take a look at. And he said, uh, yeah, Sonny is definitely going to be, you know, on the list that he trusts them. And there's a reason why, you know, he put him in that interim coach whenever interim head coaching spot, just because, you know, there's a Keith Patterson filled in last year against the Kansas game with uh, Matt Wells had COVID. There's, um, you know, Mark Tomardall, their special teams associate head coach, and then Derek Jones is the defensive back coach here. A lot of people kind of thought that one of those guys would maybe step up and take that role just because they have been here, you know, for a couple seasons, three seasons, if not with Matt Wells. And then, you know, Sonny Cumpy comes in and is directly put into that. He's a Red Raider, a former Red Raider quarterback, and, and a lot of people love him in the recruiting world from what head coaches and some high school coaches have kind of told us and that they all love Sonny. And, you know, no surprise that he was kind of put into into this spot. Um, obviously, you had Oklahoma. It was a huge, you know, huge test that first week for him. I think they're going to be interested to see how he handles the bye week and then how he handles Iowa State, Oklahoma State, Baylor, and see kind of how he can work with this team and, you know, just trying to finish the season out and trying to have, like, a winning season. Do you think the Red Raiders steal one and get into a bowl? You know, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not feeling too great right now, just because of that that strength. Baylor really does uh, look really good. Oklahoma State gives you some fits. They'll be here. Iowa State will be here as well. The just, you know, historically the past few seasons, Iowa State has just had your number. Matt Campbell, you can, for some reason, you just cannot win against the Cyclones. Uh, I think that Baylor game is going to be obviously kind of huge. I feel like they might go into that one. Um, I think that might be their their you know their last shot. I don't think they get get the win get a win over Iowa State or Oklahoma State in my opinion um I just don't see that the defense being able, able able to handle those guys and then Baylor in Waco now so it's going to be a, an interesting one for Red Raider fans to kind of to kind of follow there Brandon with all the goings on in football and the the turmoil that's happening trying to find the coach and everything else has all the excitement now turned to the hardware for the Red Raider uh, to the hardwood for the Red Raiders and basketball getting started up you can feel it kind of you know shifting that way you know the season starts in you know one week or one week away from hitting the hardwood so and Mark Adams and seeing how that new coaching staff or you know new coaching staff kind of works with with him now being the head coach here in, in Lubbock. And then baseball actually started the Red and Black Series, their inner squad series. So a lot of people getting getting really excited for that as well, even though, you know, we're still month, months away from them actually starting the season. But there is some excitement. It kind of takes your mind off the whole head coaching search for sure. Hey, Brandon, we uh, we appreciate your time. What are you uh, what are you working on for uh, for the website? Yeah, exactly. Kind of what we just discussed, that whole basketball thing, getting to know these guys, getting to know a lot of these new transfers and seeing – kind of what Mark Mark Adams' plan is going to be to try to keep this basketball team relevant. So we're going to have a lot of basketball covers coming up and then obviously a lot of head coaching um, head coaching stuff as well for the Red Air football team. Hey, man, we, uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much, uh, Brandon. We, uh, we'll talk to you soon. For sure. Thank you all. Yeah, it is uh, Brandon Salise from RedRaiderSports.com, 743-17 away from 8 o'clock here on a uh, Tuesday morning. Man, where do they go? Ward, I mean, you're 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 an alumnus. Where where would you like to see him go? Yeah. I, I know I know where you'd like to see him go, but it's pretty clear. I don't think that's that's the direction they're going. You know, I I haven't heard the Joey McGuire rumors yet, and that's that's a good one. I uh, mean, that wouldn't be bad. I'm telling He's you, got good Texas ties. Um, you know, he 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 was, you know, whispered for the Baylor job at one point in time. So yeah, that that wouldn't be a a bad idea. I'm. I'd be on board for that. Dave Aranda uh, was asked about that yesterday.
uh, Joy McGuire's name coming up with a couple of different uh, opportunities. And again, as you know, he's uh, well respected with these Texas high school football coaches. Absolutely. Uh, so and has done a terrific job here. Uh, make no mistake about it. He's he's been a uh, valuable asset to to this program. So we'll see. But yeah, I I, I wanted to see if if that was kind of out there on the on in, in West Texas as well and he in he you know kind of kind of verified that uh, coach McGuire's name is uh, is certainly surfaced so we'll we'll see all right uh, 7:44 with 16 away from 8 o'clock we'll talk about Baylor and TCU coming up in just a couple of minutes our program this morning brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat your friend in the car business Alan Samuels is an award-winning dealership with a terrific service terrific products including including the new 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star Edition. What a vehicle. Ram trucks are engineered to bring confidence under the toughest road conditions with impressive towing capacity, payload, and load stability. They also offer comfort levels that exceed the demands of daily driving. Check out that vehicle and all the others at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They're at 201 West Loop 340. They're just down from Highway 84, and uh, they are your friend in the car business. Nikki Collin and Baylor Women's Basketball on ESPN Central Texas. But this is a place where there's such a beautiful intersection of academics, athletics, character formation, and spiritual growth. And it's celebrated, and that's really, really cool to me. Baylor women's basketball all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm on ESPN Central Texas. business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something then let the pros at mallory screen printing and embroidery do the job for you they can customize your logo on t-shirts caps dress shirts golf shirts winter apparel and more stickers for any occasion banners and signs large or small see more at malloryprint.com or call 1-800-433-2220 for your next custom screen printing or embroidery check out their full catalog at malloryprint.com TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life member FDIC. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Ian and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Kansas City even its record at 4-4 four four with a 2017 win over the Giants on Monday Night Football. The loss to the Giants puts them at the bottom of the NFL East with Washington at 2-6. MCC basketball opened the season with a pair of wins. The men topped Our Lady of the Lake JV 106-58, while the High Lassies went on the road at Cedar Valley 82-46. San Antonio Spurs are off to a 2-5 start after losing to the Pacers last night 131-118. Tonight in the NBA, the Mavericks host Miami and the Rockets are at the Lakers. Game 6 of the World Series in Houston tonight with the Astros needing a win to send it to Game 7. First pitch scheduled for just after 7 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 749. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, the 7 o'clock hour service of Good Feet. In the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's, uh, coming up Saturday, it is the Bears and the TCU Horned Frogs from Eamon Carter Stadium. It is a 2.30 kick, and our coverage begins at 10.30 with uh, Game Day Live, and then at 12.30, it's the Tailgate Show, and of course, at 2.30, the kickoff. Speaking of the, uh, of the tailgate and all of that fun stuff, there will be a tailgate presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. It's going to be uh, starting up around 10.30, and, man, it should be a lot of fun. And you can uh, you can be a part of it, if, but they they would like for you to uh, to register, if you don't mind. If you're going to go up to to, uh, to the stadium, you want to have some lunch and all that kind of fun stuff, uh, you can certainly do it. They're going to be in the Brown-Lumpton University Union building in the auditorium, and that's where we'll be uh, doing the show. And so that's uh, directly across the street from Eamon Carter Stadium on Stadium Drive. Can't miss it. Here's the phone number if you want to register for uh, for the uh, for the lunch and all that fun stuff. It is 254-710-8350. 254-710-8350 to register. And, of course, if you're going, why not? Come by and see us and, and register, have some lunch, and uh, have some fun. 254-710-8350. And, and uh, Doug Furch and his group will be there, and it should be should be a lot of fun. All right, uh, the Bears uh, taking on TCU Ward. When you when you look at the Frogs, uh, I, I'm it is perplexing that they the, defensively, man, they just are not getting it done on on, on that side of the football. Well, that's because you always look at the TCU Horn Frogs and Gary Patterson as being defensive-minded and so when you don't see that defense being the driving force of that football team you scratch your head a little bit and so it's just not something you're used to seeing out of the TCU Horn Frogs and um, you know now you see Gary Patterson exit stage left and that defense is not going to get any better with him out of there uh, so um, I, I don't know what happens to this football team I uh, you know, you, you can say some teams rally around having an opportunity with an interim head coach and and get the job done. We saw LSU do that with Ed O. Uh, that's gone off the rails now, just a couple of years after a national championship. But for TCU, I, I, 
I don't know. He Gary Patterson was such a driving force for that program for 20 years, and I just I can't believe that he was the main problem for the Horn. I think this thing implodes myself. I I I, I just I don't think that this this team looks very good at all. Yeah, you talk about rallying around an interim. But that's not when a guy that's got 20 years uh-huh. of experience is, is exiting. So, look, we know what the conversations are like right now in that locker room. It, it's They've got their work cut out to keep, just to kind of keep that thing stable, uh, if you will. I think so. I mean, I, I again. You never know. I'm not at practice every day. I don't. I don't see the body language every day, and 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 the players coming out and 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 watching, you know, them in press conferences. We, from where we are, we don't get to see that. I would, you know, I'd be interested to know if, you know, if Gary Patterson was a distraction and had lost that team, you know, it's still a possibility. But I don't. I don't think it was that. I just don't. Just watching them from afar in the games. Now, look, they didn't play very well, but it didn't look like that that sidelines had had just thrown their hands up and given up on Gary Patterson. To me, it didn't. Um, And and maybe, you know, of course, we we only get the television look at it, so we don't get to sit in the bleachers and and just, you know, study the sidelines. So, you know, maybe maybe that's the case, and maybe that's why they went this direction. But I just – I can't believe that that was – the biggest problem for Gary Patterson. One of the things that Dave Aranda addressed yesterday was was uh, Gary Patterson, and he talked just about uh, the respect that he had for Coach Patterson. And, and one of the things that he talked about, Ward, was just how close it looked like uh, uh, the, the Frogs were. I mean, Dave talks in terms of 111th. You know, obviously there's 11 guys on the field, so everybody's got has got to do their, their job, and it's 111th of the process. And he said sometimes it was when you look at, at plays, both offensively and defensively, it's it was just maybe one guy didn't get that particular job done that uh, that disrupted the play. He, he, he was asked about, uh, asked about quarterback play with, with the TCU Horned Frogs. Yeah, he has um, a sense. He's a football player, and so, you know, he's hooked up right in terms of reading coverages, in terms of um, feeling pressure in the pocket, in terms of his instinct to move around in the pocket and then either take the grass or um, work the scramble drill. He's pretty good at it, you know. And I think, you know, there is a grittiness and uh, a toughness that I know bleeds into their team that I think is the main piece that you see. And so very impressed by him. That is uh, Dave Aranda talking about Max, the uh, quarterback uh, for the TCU Horn Frog. I think from Baylor's perspective, Ward, and I don't know that it's an issue at all, but if it is, the one thing they have to do is just lock all of the TCU talk out and go play their football game. And in- Well, yeah, you don't – I mean, that, that goes into every game, but especially when you have – so much surrounding a program with controversy and rumors and everything else. I mean, you can't pay attention to that. You can't look at that going, well, they lost their head coach. They're just going to come out here and lay down for us. That, you know, you, you can't take that approach either. You just, you have to worry about what you do, what your assignments are, worry about, you know, what you are trying to get accomplished. And if you do that, just worry about what you've got to do. Don't worry about the other sidelines 
you'll probably be fine. More times than not, you'll win on the other side of the scoreboard. There will be a different play caller on defense, obviously, because uh, Gary Patterson was the play caller. But other than that, they're going to go play football. And that's what Baylor's got to do as well. Again, 2.30 kickoff, and uh, we begin our coverage at 10.30 with Game Day Live. 7.56, let's keep the, the uh, Baylor conversation rolling this morning. John Morse, the voice of the Bears, has today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's never check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll hear from new women's basketball coach Nikki Collin. She and the Bears have their second and final exhibition game tomorrow night in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball with their second and final exhibition game tomorrow night, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center against West Texas A&M. The Bears coming off an 88-52 win over Texas A&M Commerce in their first exhibition last Wednesday, a game in which post players Nalissa Smith and Queen Egbo both had double-doubles. Visiting with new head coach Nikki Collin at halftime of the Baylor football game on Saturday, we asked her if that is a stat line we can expect all season long. Well, you know, there's not a lot of post depth, so they're going to get a lot of minutes. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I think one of the biggest differences between this team um, this year and last year, um, you know, Moon Urson and Dee Dee Richards and Dejanet Carrington were all good rebounding guards. So they grabbed a lot of defensive rebounds and were active on the boards. Um, you know, we're going to have to claw and scrape, you know, with our, our three small guards. Um, and, and quite frankly, anyone we bring in off the bench doesn't have size either. And so we're going to rely on them to clean up, you know, on the rim and, and to get those uh, guards to be a little scrappier. But, yeah, I anticipate that both of them certainly are capable of being double-doubles every night. You know, I think the challenge for Liss is I was – she had four assists and one turnover, and that was, wow. a, that was a big key, you know, for, for us and her in terms of her growth is, is can she be – you know, maybe she's not going to go get triple-doubles, but is she getting four to five assists a game because people are going to converge on her. You've got another exhibition game this Wednesday night, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center, and then the regular season opener November 9th. What do you still, what's an area that you want to focus on and still work on before you get to the regular season? Well, I think a lot of it is a, is defensive, like, you know, our second layer, our third layer. If, we're, if, if we, you know, don't handle our assignment, you know, guard our yard, are we, are we getting that first rotation? Are we cleaning it up with the second rotation? So really being dialed in on, 
kind of the concept of team defense. But it, it just exposes things when you play in those games. It's like, okay, we've worked against hedges, we've worked against drops, we've worked against all kinds of coverages, but it, you know, you haven't reached every everything. So it's it's kind of the details. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball on the floor tomorrow night, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center versus West Texas. The broadcast beginning at straight up 7 here on ESPN Central Texas. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Coach Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball have their second and final exhibition game. Wednesday, November 3rd in the Farrell Center versus West Texas A&M. Tune in here to the new broadcast crew of Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for the broadcast from the Farrell Center. That's Wednesday beginning at 7 p.m. for Baylor women's basketball. Right here on your home for the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Great food and hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe in Robinson. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special, two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns, and the Rocket Breakfast Burrito, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. The daily lunch special includes free dessert. Or check out the world-famous Rocket Burger with two one-third pound patties and all the fixings. The Friday Night Lights all-you-can-eat catfish special is just what fans enjoy on their way to the home games. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. My house has a Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. All right, a couple of minutes after 8 o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We welcome into the program Josh Neighbors. Josh, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm great, guys. How you doing? Doing terrific. We appreciate your time today. Uh, let's begin in Fort Worth. Gary Patterson, after 20 seasons, uh, out as the head coach of the TCU Horn Frogs. Were you surprised by the timing of of the move? Yes, I, I was a bit surprised. The same way I was surprised that Matt Wells got the axe. Now, I think they're just trying to get ahead on the talent, or, or, you know, on the talent search. Um, for the next coach. Now, I don't know if they necessarily need to. You know, I think there's been a, a lot of people made a good point that uh, TCU is a better job than Texas Tech. It just is. They've got more resources. It's in a more, it's in a better area, I guess you could say, for recruiting in the Dallas Metroplex area. And, um, you know, I, I would just say that for them, like, they really didn't need to get this head start. And it also kind of looks bad because obviously 
They offered, you know, Gary to coach out the rest of the season. We knew he was going to say, no, it's not Gary Patterson's style. You're going to do Gary, pa- Gary Patterson, you're going to do him. He's, he's going to have to go. So um, I, I was surprised at the timing, but uh, I'm not surprised they, they did this because a move needed to be made. When you look at that TCU job and being in that Metroplex area, you're right, it does have a lot of attraction. Who pops into your mind first when you think about candidates for that job? Well, let's just stay in the Metroplex, right? I mean, Sonny Dykes seems like a very good candidate for that job. Obviously, he's doing a great job at SMU. Another drop their first game last week, and Sonny Dykes is somebody that we brought up as a candidate potentially for the Texas Tech job, but uh, that DCU job is its the same area. He's recruited it very well. It's at a power conference. He doesn't go very far, makes the flip, uh, and you know it would be his second time the Power 5 being a head coach, so I think it might be a good move for him to go there. That's kind of where – the list starts. I know people have mentioned a lot of names. You know, Justin Fuente of Virginia Tech's been kicked around. Obviously, he was on Gary's staff uh, when they won that Rose Bowl. Uh, you know, over a decade ago. Um, Jeff Trailer. I, I don't. I know. I know he just signed an extension, but I still think his name is going to be brought up. So there's plenty of options with with TCU ties or you know Texas ties. I should say uh, a couple different routes they could go. All right, uh, let's uh, kind of switch gears. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the uh, the Texas Longhorns. Uh, for the third consecutive week, it's a football team that uh, had a double-digit lead that it could not hold. Yeah, I, I keep – I mean, I'm going to keep picking against them. I'll keep betting against them until they prove me otherwise. This team does not finish in the fourth quarter. And an observation that one of my colleagues at SiriusXM, Gabe Eichert, made is that uh, before the Texas-Oklahoma game, Gabe noted that he really saw the Texas team getting after it in their pregame warm-up. And that makes me wonder, you know, and I was trying to figure out what the issue was, and I was asking people, you know, is this a strength and conditioning issue? Is, there, is, it, is it a mentality issue? What is, the, what is the, the underlying problem behind Texas not finishing in the fourth? Because, you know, you guys watch – they're getting pushed around on both sides. And if it weren't for some conservative play calling by Baylor, I feel like they could have really, they could have closed the door on Texas before they even got the ball back. But Texas gets the ball back in that game, doesn't even gain a yard. Um, and really just didn't make much of a, didn't really make much of, a, of an imprint there on that final drive. So, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with this is like, until, Texas finishes a game against a good team because the only game they really finished this year in the fourth was that TCU game. And TCU, you know, at this point is a much inferior team. Um, until Texas finishes, you know, they I'm going to keep picking against them. And they've got a lot of questions that they've got to answer internally. Right now, Josh, who's your two favorites for the Big 12 championship in Arlington? Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. I think it's Bedlam round two. I think Baylor's playing awesome football, and they are right there at number three in the event that, that in the event that Oklahoma slips up. Now, you know, if Baylor wants to make this thing really interesting, they'll beat Oklahoma, and that that kind of makes this entire thing. Uh, that, that basically, if they can beat Oklahoma, they essentially force. Oklahoma and Baylor into a must-win game to go to the Big 12 championship. So that would be potentially fascinating. But right now, I think it's Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Um, those two teams, to me, 
I think, because of Oklahoma State's defense, that's what sets them apart. And obviously, Oklahoma's undefeated. While they've had their issues, Caleb Williams is the spark that offense needed. Their defense has a ways to go. But that Texas Tech game they just played, I know it's Tech, that, that was the most complete that we've seen Oklahoma look this season. And so, for me right now, it's Oklahoma State because of that defense. And obviously, OU at the top. Uh, as they keep rolling right now, it's what are they nine and zero? So yeah, I, I think you got to consider those two teams at the top of the conference. With Baylor having four games left, they've got two at home, two on the road. Uh, where where do you see this team in uh, in December slash January? Yeah, and, and that last point was not to the grade Baylor anything they've accomplished. I think this might be you know I know we'll talk about Wake Forest as one of the best coaching jobs. Well, Tucker, great job at Michigan State. I mean, Dave Aranda at Baylor, that's right there. That is right there for one of the best coaching jobs in the entire country this year. They're at TCU this week in a game they should definitely win. Um, for them, the really difficult game left is obviously Oklahoma, but they're at Kansas State and they're Texas Tech. Look, at 7-1 and one, um, right now, you know, I think with the way you look at the schedule, it feels like nine and three is the bare minimum. The bare minimum for TCU right now, or excuse me, for Baylor right now, nine and three is the minimum, and that's at a bowl game. And so, Baylor's staring a ten-win season right in the face, boys. I don't think we, I mean nobody saw that coming. Ten-win season for Baylor looks like uh, it's pretty likely. If they can do three and two in their last five games, counting a bowl game. Uh, 10 wins is right in front of them. And, hell, they might even be in the Big 12 championship game at 11-1 or 10-2, depending on how things shake out. What is the game of the week in the Big 12 for you? Great question. Um, I mean, I think there's a lot of fascination with Texas and Iowa State. And I think people are looking at that game, 730 FS1, and they're saying, man, where do both of these teams go from here, Right. Iowa State comes off that loss where their defense got absolutely shredded. A couple bad, a bad call for Iowa State. I'm not sure if you guys thought. I thought Brees Hall was in the end zone. If he was not in the end zone, thought he was down. So I thought them upholding that fumble call, uh, the fact they called the fumble on the field was, was pretty egregious. But these two teams have a lot of questions to answer. And if Texas goes in there, and right now they're, um, you know, Texas at this moment in time, are six-and-a-half-point underdogs, guys. They're looking at four and five right in the face. Now, the rest of the schedule sets up okay. They're at West Virginia – or, excuse me, they have Kansas. At West Virginia, Kansas State, so it almost you know, looks like they'll probably be a, a six-win team. But, yeah, I mean, I did not think Texas would look like this. And Iowa State, obviously, there's a lot of questions to answer. I think a lot of people are looking at Oklahoma State and West Virginia because that one feels like it's a more important game in the Big 12 race. But – my eyes are more fixated on Texas and Iowa State because those two teams, let's be honest, are just answering more questions at this moment in time. Do you care what uh, what the top four teams are tonight uh, in, in this first poll or this first release, if you will? Yes. Well, it's, it's difficult because, to me, I feel like they move the goalposts often. I feel like the committee – um, we'll say one thing one week and, and, and we'll do one thing the other. And I think it's important, if you're a college football fan, pay attention to what Reese Davis, the questions he asked. I think Reese does a tremendous job of grilling whoever it is from playoff committee. Last year's Gary Bart. I think it might be the same this year, not 100% sure. 
he does a great job of grilling and asking about consistency and really states afterwards that we didn't get much of an answer. So I, and I'm not sure how you guys feel this, I just want answers about why they make the, the decisions they do. I don't, you know, make your decisions, but tell me why. Give me your criteria. Uh, and I'll be I'll be watching tonight for our Cincinnati Bearcats boys. They're coming. <laughs> we can consider them a Big 12 team now. We're going to lump them in there. Everybody else, we might have two Big 12 teams. I know Oklahoma's leaving, but still, two Big 12 teams, the top four, if they do the right thing and they put Cincinnati in there, all right? Put Cincinnati in. That's all we care about right now. You know, we and we were talking, uh, Josh, the, I, I think they do put Cincinnati in. But can the, can the committee find a way to get them out if they don't lose? Oh, yeah. If they, if they squeeze their eyes enough and they say, oh, let's see, let's really look at this resume. Let, let, can, we, can we find some, some finer points we can pick out here? How about that Navy, that Navy close call? How about that Tulane close call? If they try to shut that Notre Dame win out of their minds, they can go ahead and do that too. Look, to me um, – they still have to go on the road. I think um, you know they still have to go to a championship game and play a Houston. They have to beat SMU. And to me, if they go undefeated, thirteen and zero with a win at Notre Dame, Notre Dame might end up going undefeated or the rest of the way rather. You know, I think they deserve. To, I think that, that obviously shows Cincinnati's quality if they're able to you know to to be an undefeated Notre Dame at the end of the season. Um, I'm saying how that win in September will look. You know, I think they they got to be in, but you know the committee. They're going to find a way to put some big brands in there. I, <laughs> I don't expect Wake Forest fans and Cincinnati fans are going to be too happy. Maybe Michigan State fans, to some extent, will be too happy with some of the rankings. But I, I think teams like Cincinnati and Wake Forest are going to find themselves – I hate to say it, but they're going to find themselves on the outside looking in at a couple of these rankings. Is a one-loss Alabama in, in the top four, in your opinion? Not right now. I, I mean, I'm not sure how you put – one loss Alabama right now over Cincinnati, Georgia, Michigan State, Oklahoma, Wake Forest. I don't know how you put them there when, when those teams have played the schedules they have and they're unblemished. This is not UTSA, and all respect to the Roadrunners. They're doing a great job there. Nice job, Jeff Trailer. But I'm not sure how you put any you know, of these, these teams that are undefeated, no blemishes, how you put Alabama in over them. Because if you start doing the best four teams thing, well, I could just look at recruiting rankings and tell you who's got the best four rosters. This should be about resume and not about, the quote-unquote, we're trying to find the best four teams, because what does that mean? What, what does best four teams mean? There's no criteria for that. So that's why, to me, it's important that they make it clear, you know, what their criteria is. And also, they pick the best four resumes, not the best four teams, in my opinion. Man, it's going to be fun. We'll we'll see how it uh, how it turns out tonight as we uh, as we get the ball rolling, if you will. Hey, uh, we appreciate your time as always, Josh. Uh, what do you got? Uh, what do you got coming up on uh, Locked On Big Twelve? Yeah, Stephen Simcox and I have Locked On Horn Frogs. We broke down the Gary Patterson news. Go check that out. Uh, our roundtable will be out there tonight. We'll do that after the first college football playoff rankings. We'll also, talk about that crazy Jeff Banks stories. Not sure if you guys have seen this one. It's a wild one. We'll be talking about that one tonight, too, on the podcast. You can find us at LO Big 12 on Twitter. You can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. You can find the show on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, and on YouTube as well. Hey, we appreciate your time, Josh. Thanks so much. Have a great day. 
Yep, y'all have a great one. Do the same. Uh, that is uh, Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12, the podcast. And uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, Ward tonight, uh, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll break out their, uh, their little uh, – their little poll at uh, six fifty. I keep calling it a poll. It's not a poll. The, the, I mean, it's it's the four teams that they've got in the uh, in in this first installment of uh, of who they anticipate having in the uh, in the championship tournament. College football playoff rankings is what they officially call it. Yeah, rankings. Mm-hmm. And who does the ranking? The committee. The committee. <laughs> Got to have a committee. We've got to have a committee to figure out the top four teams in the country. All right, 8-16, 16 minutes after 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up, we're going to talk a little high school football. We'll also talk about the World Series. We'll get to that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Amari Cooper tells you about a funny joke that happened inside the huddle just seconds before he caught the game-winning touchdown Sunday. You'll hear from Amari after this. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Cowboy wide receiver Amari Cooper's game-winning five-yard touchdown pass from Cooper Rush came in the final minute of Sunday night's win in Minnesota. But Amari says C.D. Lamb jokingly tried to take Amari's spot on the field so that C.D. could be the hero. I got a funny story for you. I, I might as well go ahead and tell it. I came back in the huddle. We were in, um, I think, double left. C.D. wanted the ball really bad. So he was like, he told Coop, he was like, it's double right, right? Because that would put me on the right side and him on the left. And Coop was like, nah, it's double left, bro. And then C.D. was like, uh, you want to let me get this? I said, hell nah. So for sure, he tried to steal my touchdown. But uh, I don't blame him because, I mean, we want the ball in those um, important situations because we know we can win the game for the team. With the boys at the star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Increasing clouds today and a little bit cooler than yesterday with a high of 74 degrees. Mostly cloudy skies tonight. Some rain moves in overnight as lows drop to 56. And tomorrow, keep the rain gear handy. Mostly cloudy, a 90% chance of rain. Maybe even an isolated thunderstorm with a high near 60. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Second and 15, Jones fires it over the middle, and there's Diggs. Only heard here. With a deflected interception, left sideline, 10, 5. All season. Of course it's Diggs, Trayvon Diggs. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's Dallas and Denver this Sunday morning at 11 on your home for the Cowboys, ESPN Central Texas. 
Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Alright, 822. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. We were and we're going to, I promise. We're going to talk about some high school football and the uh, and the World Series coming up tonight down in Houston. But Ward has found a um, a I believe ESPN has put together a formula, and I don't know the formula. Uh, they they don't give details on what went into the formula, but it's called a playoff predictor. These are the top fifteen institutions that they think today have an opportunity to be in the championship tournament, the four team championship tournament. Ward, would you cover those teams for us, please? Yeah, Georgia is sitting at number one with the biggest chance to get in right now, according to this uh, playoff predictor, uh, at 93%. Alabama at 68%. Oklahoma at 62%. Here's where it gets interesting. Cincinnati at 57%. Ohio State at 53% right behind them. Okay, so I want to get a couple things from a clarification standpoint, Alabama, one loss Alabama is ahead of undefeated Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. They're ahead of undefeated Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see on the poll, I see Michigan State there. There's Michigan State. They just came off a, a, a victory over Michigan. So that's uh, they knocked off an undefeated to remain undefeated. Where are they, by the way? Have, 16%. 16%. So yeah. the Big Ten, the leader in the Michigan's house. Michigan's at 20% still at 7-1. and one. They're ahead of them. Who is? Michigan. Okay. Notre Dame at 17%. 
behind Michigan. Then you have Michigan State at 16%. Then it drops dramatically with Oklahoma State at 3%, uh, Oregon at 3%, Pitt at 3%, Baylor at 2%, Wake Forest at 1%, Ole Miss at 1%, and Auburn at 1%. Okay, so they've got one loss, Ohio State, in the Big Ten – Three spots ahead of undefeated Michigan State in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Because? Because Ohio State is obviously a better football team. <laughs> As he smirks when he says that, maybe they are. Maybe they are. I'd like to see them maybe go decided on the football field. and Anyway. It would be fun, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> no. I, I would love to know the formula that uh, ESPN used to to determine those top 15 programs. You know, and, and look, I'm buying Georgia all the way right now. I mean, I, I clearly think Georgia is head and shoulders above everybody in the country, and they've 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 defeated everybody in the, that they've played on their schedule and 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 done it soundly. Look, very impressive doing it. Kirby uh, Smart's teams have been really really good. So. Uh, that's an interesting, interesting predictor to say the least, but, uh, there you go. All right. Uh, coming up, uh, we've got, um, we've got high school football and ward. We enter the last week of the regular season and, and I'm still, I can't believe it. Uh, I cannot believe it. In fact, we've got some games and, and I was just looking there's a lot of games. I mean, a lot of games across the state of Texas that will be on Thursday night. What it does is allow those teams that are entering the playoffs an additional day to either go scout or do what they need to do uh, as far as getting ready for the first round of the playoffs. And there will be some teams that will play on that Thursday night. Uh, so they'll, you know, so they're playing Thursday night this week. Uh, in fact, everybody in District 116A uh, agreed to play on Thursday night. So Waco High will be in action Thursday night in their final game of the regular season when they travel to fourth-ranked Duncanville to take on the Panthers. And uh, we'll have that one for you. 6.30 for the pregame, 7 o'clock for the kick as the uh, Lions take on the Panthers. So we'll have that one for you. You guys uh, over on Fox Sports Central Texas, you're a Friday night game, right? Is that right? Yes, Friday night, 7.30. Uh, Temple hosting Copper's Cove final game of the season uh, at Wildcat State, regular game at uh, Wildcat Stadium. So the Bulldogs coming in to take on uh, the Temple Wildcats. Any playoff implications there? Uh, seeding? Temple wins. They're they're uh, sitting alone as the district champions. Right now they're co-champions uh, with Harker Heights. They win, uh, and the district championships is theirs alone. All right. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, there's some game, and there's – I mean, I know they all have – some kind of uh, seeding or playoff implications. But a couple of games that I'm going to keep uh, an eye on Friday night, Gatesville and Gerald. We'll talk about that one coming up in just a couple of minutes with uh, Luke Howard from the from the Gatesville Hornets. Also, uh, uh, Conley and China, I think, will, will be an interesting football game. And I think there's some seeding implications there for the cadets. Uh, I think China's in, in in pretty much in the driver's seat for that one position. So uh, in, another one down in, in Bell County. Uh, Holland and Thrall. Uh, the Hornets have just kept winning, uh, and I believe they're sitting there with just one loss in district play. So there, there's a game right there that certainly has some playoff implications 
uh, for the uh, for the Holland Hornets. Not sure. I think the Riesel Buffalo game may have some implications as well for Riesel. Uh, so. You know, there, there's games all over Central Texas. Then, of course, there's always the fun rivalry games, and you got uh, Crawford taking on Valley Mills, and and that'll be uh, that'll be an interesting game. Uh, so there, there's a lot of games that uh, that are that uh, as we wind down the regular season that either have get in or or, or championship or uh, we're second, we're third, we're fourth. There's there's all kinds of games across. The uh, the Central Texas area with those with those playoff implications, but I, I know that Gatesville is. I'm not going to say they're in, because clearly they're they're not. But they're in a pretty good position. If they beat Gerald, I believe they're in. And if they if they lose by less than ten, something to that effect, uh, they're in in that positive negative point thing. So we'll we'll talk to Luke Howard coming up in a few minutes about that one. Uh, coming up tonight. Down in Houston at Minute Maid, it is a game six. The Braves and the Astros. It's a 7.09 first pitch. And the uh, the Astros have elected to go with Garcia. Uh, I guess it's it's on short notice, uh, short rest rather. But uh it look, it's it's win or else, you know. Uh so game six, clearly the most important game the Astros are gonna play this season, and they're gonna take on Atlanta tonight. In Game Six, this has been an interesting series. I, I think it's, I think this has been a fun series. Uh, but it's been, but it, it, like the other night, I mean, Ward, Atlanta starts off with a grand slam. Mm-hmm. They get a slam, and you're like, uh oh. But here's Houston just scrapping and fighting and clawing, and next thing you know, it's four to two, then it's four to four, then it's five to four, and away we go. Uh, how do you how do you see how do you see tonight? Yeah, you got any thoughts on? Because I have no clue. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't. I don't know. I mean, Houston's backs against the wall. Uh, they're going with Garcia, which means they know uh, that they've got to get something done uh, tonight in, in a fashion. And it may be, you know, if they can jump out to a big lead with him, they may limit his pitch count and say, "Hey, you're going to be on emergency watch for tomorrow night. So we're going to take you out right here and try to." Uh, piece this thing together i i think that they piece it together any way they can tonight i i honestly don't i don't know i don't i don't know that they can piece it together i thought you know going into this thing that atlanta had the better pitching staff i still kind of believe that but houston's you know they've got the bats working put uh, up a nine spot the other night (laughs) and so you know what do i know (laughs) It, it this should be fun tonight and I mean, how? And that's an interesting question. How far do you ride Garcia? Do you, are you looking for four? Are you looking for five? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, you, that, you may ride him and, and just use him up tonight. Well, I think you I, do. But you know, I've seen I've seen it happen before where you just you know get in and all of a sudden you know what if you you have him and and in the first inning or second inning you you jump out and put up six or seven runs. And you just say, "Oh, wait a minute! He's only thrown eighteen, nineteen pitches. Let's let's put him on the shelf and see if we can fight through this thing, and and maybe use him again tomorrow. I mean, it's a possibility. That it is, but I mean, all you have to do is go back to Game Five, where the uh, Atlanta Braves jumped out to a four nothing lead, and that wasn't enough to hold up. Well, I know. Uh, I know. So I. I, I, again, I. But at some point, you have to take some chances. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, but I'm going to play today today and i'm going to worry about tomorrow 
tomorrow. Uh, you know, we can all get in a room and figure out how we're going to piece this thing together one inning at a time tomorrow, but you got to get to tomorrow. Uh, if he can keep low stress innings, you know, and I'm like you, he can't throw, he can't have 23, 25 innings. No. You know, pitches per inning. It's got he's it keep it in that twelve, fifteen, keep it down there. Go give him if he could get five, if Dusty Baker could get five from him. That's a win. That is a huge win. And then figure it out from there. And then tomorrow we'll worry about tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, but you gotta get to tomorrow. So I uh, I can't wait. Seven oh nine tonight on Fox. Joe Buck, I know he's your favorite. He'll be in the mm-hmm. booth and and uh, he'll have the call of the uh, of the baseball game tonight uh, on uh, on Fox. I, 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 because Ward loves the uh, high school football rankings, I'm going to go ahead and give you the uh, the the rankings. And the cool thing about the rankings is they're fun. The, they're, that's all they are. I mean, mm-hmm. we we have a playoff system in the state of Texas, but they are fun. Uh, Westlake is number one in six A. Uh, in 5A, Denton Ryan is number one in Division One. In 5A, Division Two, Alito is number one. In 4A, LBJ is number one uh, in Division One, and La Vega has moved is uh, at number nine in that poll. And boy, I tell you what, don't want to play them. You don't want to play La Vega right now. They're playing well. Uh, Carthage is number one in Division Two, 4A Division Two. China Spring is uh, uh, number five in. Uh, in 4A Division Two, Class 3A Division One, Jim Ned is number one. And uh, the West Trojans, with their win over Grandview, has moved up to number four. And Lorena uh, is number five in 3A Division One. 3A Division Two, Franklin is your number one team in 3A Division Two. 2A Division One is Refurio's the number one team. Crawford is in at number four. And in uh, 2A Division II, the number one team of the state is the Mart Panthers. Class 1A, that's the six-man division. The uh, number one team in Division One is May. Jonesboro is two. Abbott is three. And in uh, 1A, uh, six-man Division II, uh, Motley County is the number one team in that division. So there you go. All right, to 834, we're running a little late. We'll uh, get the break right here. And when we come back, we are going to talk to Luke Howard, the head coach of the Gatesville Hornets. We do that next on ESPN Central Texas. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. 
Scrambling and about to be sacked? Go the distance with First Central Credit Union. Get in motion with First Central's free checking that pays you cash back and refunds fees from ATMs nationwide. Enjoy free rewards checking and be the MVP of a new cashback season. It's a snap to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Everything we do, it's true. We do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Kansas City even its record at 4 and 4 with a 2017 win over the Giants on Monday Night Football. The loss to the Giants puts them at the bottom of the NFL East with Washington at 2 and 6. NFL rushing leader Derrick Henry could miss the rest of the season due to a foot injury. The Titans have signed 36-year-old Adrian Peterson to the practice squad in anticipation of filling in for Henry. MCC basketball opened the season with a pair of wins. The men topped Our Lady of the Lake JV 106-58, while the High Lassies went on the road at Cedar Valley 82-46. The Temple women, meanwhile, beat Jacksonville College 83-54 in their season opener. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we're joined now by the head football coach of the Gatesville Hornets, Coach Luke Howard. Coach, good morning. How are you today? Morning, guys. Doing very well. How are you? Doing terrific. We appreciate your time. Uh, before we talk about this week, kind of take us back and let's kind of review last week. Uh, you you play the cadets over at McCamey, and, and man, what a wild football game that was. Uh, your football team got, got in a hole, but – Man, you rallied back and got right back in that game, didn't you? Yeah, we did. You know, we were down 40 to 15 in the third, and, you know, it was, it was looking like the game was going to be put away. But credit to our kids, their perseverance, their effort, just kept fighting and clawing and uh, were able to come away with a couple of uh, onside kicks and scores and just 
claw our way back in the game to, to give ourselves a chance. You mentioned a couple of onside kicks. Is that something you guys emphasize in your special teams work? I mean, it is. You know, it's something we work every week. We, we really hadn't had to use it up to this point. You know, we've, we've, it's always one of those things. You don't you don't really need it until you need it. And, and you know, our kids were able to go out and, and perform that, that unit on Friday night a couple of times. And I think we actually onside four different times and uh, were able to get two of them, which ended up, you know, being a big part of that game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously special teams are a big part of it that, that we work and, uh, you know, just talk to our kids about how, how important that is to the game. The fact that your football team didn't quit and, and kept fighting, uh, that says a lot about you, about the character of your of your football football team, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, you know, we talk about it all the time. You know, our, our one of our big mottos is Horn and Fight Never Dies, and our kids believe in that. And We're going to keep playing hard regardless. And, and you know, uh, at some point you keep swinging and things are going to start turning your way, and, and they did Friday night. And, um, I, I think that was a big reason why we were able to get back in that game. Hey, you're lining up going for two, trying to tie the game to get it to overtime. Yeah, ran a little play, ran a little sprint out play, and we actually completed the pass. And, and you know, we, we thought we thought our receiver was in, and, you know, our, our fans and sidelines went crazy. But, uh, you know, it, it was a close call, and, and it did not go our way, obviously. But, uh, you know, definitely a heartbreaker there. And, and thought we had the two points to tie it up to take it to overtime. But uh, chips didn't fall our way. So now, Coach, you got to you got to get that one behind you and go get ready to play Gerald uh, in the uh, in the final game of the uh, regular season. Talk to us about the playoff situation and what your situation looks like going into this final game. Yeah, as hard as it was, you know, the first thing I said to the guys, I said, guys, we, we got to move on from this. We, we got to go get ready to play Gerald and, and you know, um, get, get in the playoffs. And so, yeah, you know, a win Friday night will get us in. But also, you know, there is a scenario where, um, you know, based off points with a tie and things like that, we could still get in with a with a loss by 10 or less. But, uh, you know, I think the message to our kids all week has just been let's let's go take care of business, you know, go into Gerald. Let's go, let's go win that game. We don't have anything to worry about when that happens. Go get in the playoffs and uh, take another step. Yeah, I, I I don't want to get into a bunch of a bunch of math and cal- and you know and, and getting out our, our protractors and calculators. But talk a little bit about how that works. Positive, negative points. Uh, you mentioned that uh, y- your number right now is ten. So h- how do you, how did you get there uh, going into this last game? Yeah, so every district has a tiebreaker system, and, and most you know. All districts are going to have some kind of some kind of a point system. You know, our point system has a max of 15. So, uh, you know, we 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 came away with a plus 15 points against Robinson when we beat those guys. Uh, when Robinson Gerald played, I believe uh, Gerald was sitting at minus seven, and then after we played Robinson, Robinson was at minus eight. So, um, when when you when you throw all that together and you take into account our game against Gerald this week, that's kind of where you get to the, the 10 points or less in terms of if if we were to still lose to Gerald, we could get in into that playoff spot so yeah it certainly gets uh certainly gets tricky especially you know the bigger districts you know those nine nine ten team districts uh, when you have a lot of different teams in there it can get really interesting but uh you know you got to have tiebreakers in place for situations like this and and make sure the right teams get in obviously it was a gut-wrenching loss for for your football team but luke on the surface do you like the way your club is playing right now as you get ready to go into this last game i do you know our seniors our, our leadership is really you know, risen up and, and really starting to see some guys make some plays in crucial times. And, and, and I think that's a big step for our program. And, 
uh, just lining up against good competition and seeing guys rise up and, and, and be the guys we needed to be for us to be successful. So as, as heartbreaking as it was, and it certainly hurt our kids the other night, you know, I thought it was a big step for our program. Uh, just, just saying, hey, we can we can get back in this thing. We can play with these guys, and, and, and we belong here. And so, yeah, I thought uh, thought overall, even though we didn't get the win, it, it was a big step for us. How important is it for your offense to get on track early in this ball game, stay on schedule? Uh, it's 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 very important. I think just for the consistency, and then obviously just putting points on the board, and you know, putting putting pressure back on their team. You know, and I thought that that's what we did very well the other night. Our offense was able to sustain drives, make first downs, and then come away with points. And uh, and then even when we were down, we were able to uh, continue to score and, and get back in the game. And um, it could have very easily turned the other way pretty quick. But, uh, you know, just the consistency within our offense certainly helped the other night. You mentioned we belong. Uh, the, playing the quality of opponents you do in this district, the China Springs, the uh, the Salados, and, and that type of stuff, I, I, clearly that's got to help you as you do – move into that second uh, that third phase which is is postseason yeah no question i mean you 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 play quality opponents all throughout district play and even non-district you know so that that way when you get to playoffs it's 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 not any different you know there's no big surprise there Uh, you face good teams all year you know in turn obviously your win-loss record going into playoffs may not be where it wants to be but you know i i think it builds a lot of resolve in your kids It, it, it it shows your kids quality opponents all throughout the year and if, if you can get in, you got a chance to go make a little run and make some noise. Hey, Coach, we appreciate your time. We just wanted to get you to pop on it and kind of explain how all that works, and we certainly do appreciate you being with us and wish you the best of luck on Friday night. Thank you, guys. Appreciate the time. Have a great day. That is Luke Howard, the head coach of the Gatesville Hornets. And I, I guess, Ward, when it gets right down to it, win and you're in. <laughs> and just take care of your own business. Uh, you know, and I guess that's what anybody uh, at this point in the season – is looking for control your own destiny. Put yourself in a position to where you determine your your fate on this on this final Friday night. All right, you're exactly right. You don't want to have to rely on okay. Now let's start getting out and looking at points and and then whatever tiebreaker you may have in place for your district and you know some of them you know meet at Waterburger and flip a coin. So you know it, it's just going to be if you handle your business then you get another week to play. If you don't, you don't. And so that's the approach that they, they, they take in those situations. They don't worry about, yeah, well, there's still a possibility because if you try to do that, you're not doing your team the best of service you can. You, you want to go out there and, and, and handle your business and, and with authority and not back into the playoffs. You know, the last thing you want to do is back into the playoffs. And so, you know, that's what the – approach is going to be for them and look there's going to be some teams that are going to back into the playoffs that's just the way the playoff system works there's going to be you know i hate to say it but we're going to look up next week and go such and such is playing zero and ten so and so because they had a four-team district and they didn't win a game all season long but here you go you get an extra week to practice and so good for them they get an extra week to practice but i i still feel like gosh that's that's kind of hard to swallow for me I'm I'm not even going to comment. I mean, I, I really am not going to comment if if you tell me there's going to be an 0-10 team that's you watch. There will be in, in postseason play. <sighs> See, I was having a good morning. Thanks, Ward. Appreciate it. <laughs> 8:46, 14 away from nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us as uh, we move through a um, 
as we move through this uh, Tuesday morning. We're going to step aside. We'll come back with more in just a moment here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Wednesday, not live from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas and hear from volleyball coach Ryan McGuire and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, this week only from 6 to 7 p.m. The Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday at 6 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, I'm Amanda Cunningham, a local realtor born and raised in Waco, Texas. If you're looking to buy or sell your home, I would be honored to represent you. I have a team full of amazing agents, and together we've sold over $30 million in volume halfway through 2021. I'm passionate about what I do, and I love people. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home with global exposure, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. Offering buyer locators, direct relationships with Facebook, global networking, and your own custom websites are just some of the tools we use giving you the apex advantage. Our tools work. Call me, Amanda Cunningham, today, 254-495-0338. To find me, Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor, Waco, Texas. Search me on Facebook at Amanda Cunningham Realtor or find me on Instagram as well. I'm Amanda Cunningham with Cole Banker Apex, and I cannot wait to hear from you. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. Since 2009, Dr. Philip Myatt in Waco Heart and Vascular has specialized in the treatment of diseases and disorders that affect the heart and its associated blood vessels. The doctors and staff at Waco Heart and Vascular are committed to giving Central Texans quality care in a timely and compassionate manner, treating patients the same way they would treat a member of their own family. They carefully explain treatment options to patients so they understand and trust the prescribed course of care. They come to you in your hometown so you can see them locally. Waco Heart and Vascular, 254-235-WELL. Family owned and operated is a phrase you hear a lot, but nowhere is that more true than at Socorro Family Ford. We're thankful to our customers for keeping it local, and we show it by giving back to schools, churches, and organizations throughout Central Texas. We've watched our customers' kids, and even their kids' kids grow up. Now a third generation of Socorros serves a fourth generation of customers. So if you care about buying a new car or truck from someone who genuinely cares about you, make that short drive to the Socorro exit in West and see how at Socorro Family Ford, our family makes a difference. The one stop for your farm and ranch supplies is Bar None Country Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets, Bar None Country Store also has fencing products and panels with gates and culverts, plus a good selection of deer feed and feeders. They also have the latest styles of men and women's clothing, plus those comfortable shoes from Hey Dude. Go by and see Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Bar None Country Store, 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. 
Kansas City even its record at 4-4 four four with a 2017 win over the Giants on Monday Night Football. The loss to the Giants puts them at the bottom of the NFL East with Washington at 2-6. and six. NFL rushing leader Derrick Henry could miss the rest of the season due to a foot injury. The Titans have signed 36-year-old Adrian Peterson to the practice squad in anticipation of filling in for Henry. MCC basketball opened the season with a pair of wins. The men topped Our Lady of the Lake JV 106-58, while the High Lassies went on the road at Cedar Valley 82-46. The Temple women, meanwhile, beat Jacksonville College 83-54 in their season opener. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 8:51. We are uh, nine away from nine o'clock. This is Game Time, grab bag time. And what I, I don't think we got to this one the other day. We may have, and if we did, I apologize. But the thundering herd of Marshall has agreed to join the Sunbelt Conference and become the third Conference USA school to make that jump. So uh, the, the dominoes keep falling, don't they? And at some point... It's a crazy time in college football. It, it is, but at some point, one of these leagues is going to look around and go, we've got nobody to go get. And we, are, we have nobody left. Yeah, one or the other. I mean... But right now, um, both Marshall and the Sun Belt uh, sent out tweets, uh, I guess, right before uh, Friday, Friday afternoon. And Marshall, along with Southern Miss and Old Dominion, will join the Sun Belt no later than July of 2023. So uh, you'll go into the 2023 football campaign with new members. So so now the Sun Belt has to start looking around. Where, the, where are they going? What are they going to do? But at some point, doesn't this have to stop? I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm just I, asking I, the question. Yeah, I, and I don't, I don't know that I have an answer. I mean, yes, you would think, but <laughs> it just keeps going. And, and no disrespect to any of these schools because I'm sure that there were reasons for it, but at, at what point do you say are we grabbing a school just to keep the number correct so we can keep playing within this, within this league? Well, yeah, I think that that's a big part of it. I mean, you want to get the right fit, but you also – you need the numbers, and so that, that's – Is that more – is that the bigger question right now, numbers over fit, or are we still – we're still finding the right people to fit into the, to all of these puzzles? I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, I, I still feel like that, you know, they're, they're finding the right fit at the same time. Now it's going to get to the point of, uh-oh, we got to find somebody, and anybody will do, come on and be a part of this because that's, you know – People are jumping ship, and it's leaving other conferences going. If we want to stay viable and stay together, we've got to have more teams than we have right now. So, you know, let's let's go find somebody. I mean, that was the question in the Big 12. How can the Big 12 survive without Texas and OU? Because, in my opinion, without going and getting the three schools that they got, I, I don't think that they – stay they may stay together but they don't stay very relevant with just the teams that were left over oh there's no question man if you'll remember there was conversations about the american accepting what was left of the big 12 into their league Mm -hmm. and it worked quite the opposite thank you very much right uh (laughs) so 
yeah, I mean, uh, th- there was there was no guarantees. And in, in, in granted, you, you is is I don't know angry is the word, but I mean, you 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 sit there and scratch your head and go, how does the commissioner of this league not know that some some shady stuffs going on? Behind uh, behind closed doors, and I don't know. I guess shady may not be the right word, uh, but there were certainly some things happening uh, with uh, a couple of member institutions. Well, everybody was taken by surprise so, so, uh, that nobody knew, Mm-mm. nobody knew, include and, and that uh, that was that did not bode well. But I'll say this: uh, if you, if you're going to be mad at him for that, you got to pat him on the back for uh, for what they got done and, and got done in a hurry. I mean, they moved and moved quickly. And you see with college football what's going on right now, it's a good thing they did. Right. But what when they moved, when Texas and Oklahoma dropped the first two dominoes and went to the SEC and then, and then the Big 12 did what they did and went and got their schools, that has created a, a just a constant domino effect, if you will. It's a realignment. It, it, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's happening in every conference now. But at some point, one of these leagues is going to look around and go, well, who do we go get? Everybody's moved that's moving. Yeah, and, and What's left? There may not be unless you drop down and, and go get some of the subdivisions. And, I mean, you know, so we'll, we'll see. But uh, it, it just seems like everybody, uh, I mean, th- this thing just does not stop. It just does not stop. Uh, one final uh, quick note here before we get out of here. The ACC has announced that it is exploring options of leaving Greensboro, North Carolina. Now, Greensboro, North Carolina has been the home of the um, Atlantic Coast Conference since 1953. Now, Ward, it may not be good enough to be the home of the American of the uh, Atlantic uh, ACC. Uh, the, they're, they're exploring options of leaving uh, Greensboro. Been the home Conference office has been located in Greensboro, the ACC, Atlantic Coast Conference, ACC, since 1953. But now they're they're looking around, and and I'm telling you that uh, don't be surprised if they end up in Charlotte. So mm-hmm. interesting. There you go. Interesting. All right, a- a- eight fifty seven. Uh, that is going to do it for us. Don't forget, uh, Mike uh, Greenberg's coming up at nine o'clock this morning, and John Morris will be here at three this afternoon. And Matt will be here at 4, and then we're right back in the saddle tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Have yourself a great day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow right here on your home for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears making the trip to Fort Worth this Saturday for the rivalry matchup with the TCU Horned Frogs. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Bears. Frogs this Saturday from Fort Worth. And you can hear John, JJ, and Ricky call all the action right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. That's Jenko and me. 
refinance your vehicle today at Genco with rates as low as 1.69% for 48 months and have 90 days of no payments. Refinancing can lower your payment, so you pay less for your car. Apply online and get an additional 0.1% off our already low rate. Thank you, Genco. And don't forget, your vote counts. Vote today for your local school to win $1,500 with Genco School Spirit Competition. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. NCUA Equal Housing Lender. They're people I trust. They treat me like family. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Don't let pain and sports injuries keep you on the sidelines. Talk with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. You'll discover personalized orthopedic care for kids and adults from minimally invasive to advanced surgical options and the support of physical therapy during recovery. Our doctors and care teams listen to understand you and deliver the care that's right for you at every step. Request an appointment at ascension.org slash Providence TX Sports Med. 